everyone, I'm Justin. And I'm Marcella. And this is Sailor Manga, the podcast where we take a deep dive into the iconic Sailor Moon manga by Naoko Takeuchi and discuss it to our heart's content. Happy Moon Day, Marcella. How is it going for you? It is going well, thank you. How about you? Very, very good. Super excited to be here on another episode of the Black Moon arc. I'm really enjoying this reread and like our season two and I'm just really excited. (laughs) I know, me too. I'm more hyped up for season two than I was for season one, bizarrely enough. I kind of am too, yeah. Kind of the same way. I don't know what it is. I think it's because like it feels really real that we're doing this podcast now. Like we did one arc and now we're on to the second yeah like we're not, like just, we're not stopping. just we haven't just dipped our toes in now we're, we're up to our right. knees <laughs> yeah up to our knees exactly oh, if my in. knees could talk honey from my single days Whew. anyway down on our knees in the music business conference <laughs> Not even, not even three minutes in and already being inappropriate. I love it. I haven't even had a sip of my wine yet. I... Oh, <laughs> what a start. <laughs> That's so going to be the new line. I'm going to be singing that now. God, we're, y'all know it's going to be a good podcast because we're already chaotic like three minutes in. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh God. God. Line, line. Come here. Yeah, let me get my iced coffee. I'm glad I actually only have half a bottle left from the other day. Um, yeah. Otherwise, yeah. We'd be in danger, girl. We would be in danger. All right, guys. So today we are reading Act 16, Abduction, Sailor Mercury. But as always, we got to deal with our moon news. So Marcella, what's your Sailor Moon news this week? So through the trials and tribulations of getting a red bubble order. <laughs> and yes. <laughs> I'd, ordered, I'd ordered the phone case. Was it last week? Yes. Was it the week before? Whatever. Anyway, I ordered yeah. a phone case. Imagine my surprise <laughs> when, <clears throat> but a short amount of time later, it arrived. Yes, no long In fact, didn't I, didn't I get mine before you got yours? You did, yeah. So I suspect crazy. that an employee of Redbubble listens to our podcast. <laughs> the CEO was like, bitch, our reputation's getting slandered on this podcast yeah. that 10 people listen to. We gotta fix it. <laughs> yeah, we gotta fix it or else our, our uh, customer rating is gonna drop. Yeah, our um, brand is in danger. Yeah, but however, then imagine my my disappointment when I opened it up and realized I'd ordered the, the wrong uh, the wrong size. Oh no. <laughs> Um, and it's too big. I got one of those, you know, like those iPhones that are like them in tablets, those big, huge ones. I can't oh. deal with those because I have like, I'm, I'm a little person. I have little person hands. <laughs> yeah. I need a small phone. So, is it an anyway. iPad cover? It's not iPad, no. Oh, it's just a bigger it's like, iPhone. Yeah, like an iPhone Plus or whatever they're called. Um, oh. Anyway, it's too big. Oh. So I'm, I'm mildly gutted. Uh, oh. Yeah, so there you go. What iPhone do you have? Um, do you know? <laughs> I want to say a 7. Oh, that's the one Alan has. Yeah. I'm not one of those people it's like a little must smaller. have the newest, must yeah. have the newest one. Um, I don't care about that. Just give me whichever one's free with my contract. Hell and yeah. I'll take, I'll take that one. Um, Yeah. And I think I ordered the 8 plus. I God knows why. Oh, nice. What an idiot. And I checked, so I thought maybe it's Red Bubble's fault and it wasn't. It's completely my fault. Anyway, <laughs> For that's, it. that's Yeah, because I know I rarely do anything wrong. Um, so that's my news. <laughs> 
Oh, wow. What's well, yours? Well, uh, before I get into my moon news, I just want to say um, I kind of am an Apple person. Like, I've had my first iPhone was an Apple uh, iPhone 6. Yeah. Uh, oh, we I, love we love Apple. Oh, yeah. We're Apple whores around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I had a, a 7, and then I had an 8+. plus. <laughs> Maybe I should send you that. <laughs> And then I had a 10, and then I have, now I have the 11. Oh, oh, oh. I know. Wow. Well, see, here, here's the realty. Um, before, because the the 8s and the 10s came out, out around the same time, so I got the 10, and I hated it. Yeah. Um, so then I downgraded back to an uh, to an 8+, plus and I was mm. like, oh, I love it. It's so great. I love the home button. Um, but then that 8+, plus <clears throat> went on the fritz, and I had to get a new phone and the 11 was the new one out so i got i have the lavender uh, <gasps> 11 yeah it's pretty oh it's very pretty lavender. oh i like the sound of that it's it's gorgeous um speaking of my phone oh part of my moon news is that my phone case arrived um but Hoorah. there's a little s- <laughs> There's a little story behind it, though. Um, Redbubble, um, if you're listening to this, any execs, any... Uh, they are listening. Yeah, they're, we know Redbubble is listening. Um, get your shit together. I'm calling yeah. you out on the tracks because uh, I've been tracking this fucking phone case ever since it shipped. Like, it shipped... I think we talked about ours shipping in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. So it sh- it's been shipped for at least seven days, correct? And every yeah. time I would... Um, um, up, uh, check the updated tracking info. It was like, oh, it's in transit. It's in transit. It didn't even say it was in transit. Like, it didn't even say it arrived in my city. Oh. Hell, it didn't even say it arrived in my state. The last thing that it said was it left. Wasn't it, it in left, Wisconsin? Yeah, it left Wisconsin. And then, <laughs> <You> know it. <laughs> I know. Look at you. Um, and then it just said um, in transit. And so okay. for, for like four days, it said in transit. And I was like, you know what? This was uh, Saturday. Um, was it Saturday or was it Sunday? No, it was it was yes it was yesterday. Oh, look at me being topical. Um, yesterday I was like, you know what? I'm fucking tired of this. I'll just check the mailbox. Maybe for some reason it's in there, and the tr- updated info is just a- absolute bullshit. So um, when I came home for lunch yesterday, it was in the mailbox, much oh. to my surprise. Um, but this morning I checked the tracking info, and it still says in transit. <laughs> so um, <laughs> Red Bubble, uh, get it together. Um, if you want to sponsor this podcast even though i reamed the fuck out of you please do oh yes Um, please do there's no amount of money i can't redact for uh Mm -hmm. so please reach out (laughs) that's not gonna happen look at us with our fascinating postage and packaging (laughs) stories i know being an adult is such fun isn't it Uh, you get to spend money on things that you actually want it's wonderful Mm. uh my second then you get to track them exactly exactly and uh tarnish any brand deals that could be in the works yeah um my second bit of moon news uh is oh my god is this wonderful um i ordered the sailor moon journal as i mentioned from Hot oh yes Topic, and it arrived today and i'm writing our show notes in it as we're recording i i've got this cute little thing uh that says the black moon arc and i, I drew some um inverted black crescents of course uh, yeah and i um to start the like the header page and then i got act 16 which you're currently listening to in case you forgot and uh yeah it's great i absolutely love it however that is not the end of my moon news marcella <gasps> oh 
I have a surprise for you. <laughs> I'm so excited. So, um, I reached out to this inst uh is it inst- no Twitter. I reached out to this Twitter um of a podcast that me and Marcella know. Uh, which yeah. is Sailor Moon Fan Club podcast. Shout out to oh, them. Yay. She's wonderful. Mm. Um, <gasps> she reached out and messaged me because I was like, uh, she followed us, our, our Twitter, which of course is Sailor Manga Pod <gasps> on Twitter. And she, uh, I reached out to her and I was like, hey, like, we really enjoy your podcast. Uh, we actually know of you. Like, we were really excited when we got, uh, you started following us. And I was just wondering if there's any tips and anything on how to grow our viewership and she messaged me back i won't divulge the details but she she messaged me back and she was like this is how i do it um i hope it helps and uh in there was a link to an app and i was like oh okay this is interesting i downloaded it and in order to do so um i needed an instagram so marcella we have a sailor <gasps> manga instagram oh my God, do we? and it is has six posts already holy you can go check it out <laughs> right now on air if you want to oh, <laughs> at sailor manga pod just like the twitter um so yeah that's that's my little secret is oh i God, started oh look at this oh how fancy i'm trying oh, to keep I'm it following. aesthetic i'm trying to keep it super aesthetic as you oh, can tell beautiful. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, yeah so uh we we now have an instagram so you guys listening can check us out over at sailor manga pod on instagram on twitter uh yeah and i've, I've actually had a lot of fun doing it um i'm trying to do all the hashtags get all the notice um but the thing that she told me to do is do audiograms which is like you post it's basically a video and that's what the third our third post is it's a it's a clip a little snippet from act 14 which just posted around the time that we are recording this and i even posted the little snippet on our twitter um so if you want to check it out it's a it's a wonderful conversation us talking about prince philip um (laughs) of sleeping beauty (laughs) and of england Because I thought it would be a funny little introduction. <laughs> um, so yeah, go check out our new Instagram. Oh, um, so I do have one other surprise, but it's not going to be done until it's not going to be done until next week. So I will save it for <laughs> next week's Moon News. Oh no, you can't do that. My anxiety can't <laughs> take it. Okay, but it's something nice, so I'll. Oh, it's okay. wonder. You're gonna love it. Oh lord! All right, I'll just sleep for seven days. And- <laughs> Until we record again. <laughs> yeah, send, send Prince Philip to come and wake me up in seven days' time. Every time you mention it, I go straight to Prince Philip of England. <laughs> Not down on our knees at the at the Buckingham <laughs> Palace. <laughs> I'm going to get hung for, for treason. <laughs> You're chaotic today. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I feel like it's all my fault. I'm bringing the chaos oh, today. God. Well, next week's episode will be brought to you live from the Tower of London, (laughs) where I will be in the stars. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) Shit. Oh, no. Being pelted with scones. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, I think that settles our moon news for this week. It does. 
Oh, goodness. All right, so as we mentioned, today we are reading Act 16, Abduction, Sailor Mercury. And we start with this absolutely gorgeous um, chapter page of our girl Chibiusa. um, And she's at the the festival um, that, of course, you know, took place last chapter. Mm. And she's got, I don't know what these little jellyfish-looking bullshits are around her legs. Yeah, I don't know what they're about, but they're cute. They're quite questionable. Um, but I love the balloons she's carrying because they're all like normal party balloons, but one of them's the Luna P. Yeah. And I just love that detail. Super cute. Um, it's very colorful. She's wearing like a, a children's school uniform. Yeah. Holding a little bunny. Holding a little bunny. Yeah. It, and, and like cotton candy pink. Yeah. The background's very cotton candy, very pastels. Super cute. Very colorful. Um, and then we flip the page and we get started. And <clears throat> excuse me. Um, we start immediately where we left off if you remember quick little recap uh sailor mars uh, faced off against cohen of the dark uh not the dark kingdom look at me of the black moon (laughs) and um uh, they defeated her but sailor mars was trapped in a blue fire barrier dark fire barrier and uh rubius kidnapped Mm -hmm. her and uh they flew away and it looked like a ufo which is exactly where we start off sailor moon screaming for sailor mars looking up at the ufo type of light and everything yeah so they they finally disappear and uh some passer some bystanders are like hey what's that light and then uh we immediately get uh mako and minako which it's i think is hilarious because last last week we were like oh. where the fuck are mako and minako yeah and okay, they were there they were there yeah which is nice to see and uh mako and minako are like sailor moon mercury and they go up to the uh, moon, Sailor Moon and Mercury, and also Tuxedo Mask. Mm-hmm. And Mako's like, we're attracting a crowd. And Mercury's like, Mars, she's gone. And then they're like, de-transform, we need to get out of here. Okay, here's, this thing bothered me when I reread it. <clears throat> so if they're attracting a crowd, aren't they yeah. gonna, aren't they gonna like, later pummel Mon- uh, Mako and Minako and be like, oh, so you know Sailor Moon and Sailor Mercury, like, because we know that at least Sailor Moon is getting a lot of hype around Juvon. Yes. So it's kind of dangerous for them to be like, oh, hide girls. You know what I mean? Like to approach them. Yeah, true, true. And then they just detransform. They're attracting a crowd and, uh, yeah, just let's detransform yeah. here. It'd be like Batman whipping his mask off or something in public. Just, right. Oh, nothing to see here. It's fine. For the sake of balance, let's just say they hid behind a rock or two yeah. to detransform because it doesn't look like it. Uh, but anyway, then we got the four girls are running, and who do they spot nearby? But of course, the little brat herself, Chibiusa. With Love her little, a little brat. <laughs> Love a little brat. And she's got her little Luna P. And Usagi's like, What are you doing here? Were you watching? Did you see everything? And then Chibiusa's just kind of like shocked, just looking at her like, Uh, well, nah. And Usagi's like, You, you know something don't you don't tell me you're with those people who took mars <clears throat> yeah crazy and then we hear usagi and luna appears because you know l- we love a feline teleport <laughs> yeah because apparently maybe she was just nearby and she's just really fast yeah <laughs> and uh 
Usagi's like, uh, Luna, like, mind your business. Luna jumps <laughs> down defensively in front of Debusa as well. Yeah, and, like, kind of, um, closing the space between Usagi and Chibiusa like, yeah. in the middle. Mm-hmm. And Usagi says, why are you defending her? And Luna says, calm down, Usagi. Don't tell oh. Usagi to calm down. Don't tell a woman to calm down. I don't public care if you're service, a cat. Public service announcement. <laughs> exactly. So then Chibiusa clutches her necklace and she just can't take it. So she she dips. She says, peace the fuck out, bitches. Bye. She starts running and Usagi's yelling after her. And uh, as she sees um, Chibiusa leave, she notices that the key necklace that we talked about last week um, also has another, um, let's say, ornament charm on it. And it yeah. looks exactly like the silver crystal. <laughs> And Usagi's thinking to herself, huh? Silver crystal? <laughs> Chibiusa's pendant, it looks just like the mystical silver crystal. And Luna pops in, disrupts Usagi's thoughts, and is like, if you push her too hard, then she'll never tell us what she knows. You should know, Luna. Uh, exactly. And Usagi's like, but Mars! And then she's thinking back to Mars being in the, the dark blue firewall, and she's thinking to herself, it all happened so fast, there was no warning, and now they've taken her, just like that and then usagi starts to run because she can't handle it either so then we cut to the Us- the i almost said the usino cat household dear god what's i'm tongue-tied today <coughs> the sakino household and we cut to ikuko usagi's mom of course and as usagi comes in the door ikuko's like usagi i thought chibiusa was with you where is she and usagi says you don't have to worry about her it's like oh there's a little bit of edge to her voice and Ikuko's like, Usagi? Like, are, are you okay? And Usagi says, I don't know. She said she was staying at a friend's house. And then as she's walking, I'm assuming, up to her room, she, uh, Usagi's like, just really flustered. And she's thinking to herself, yeah. I'm a terrible person. I almost hit a little girl. Which, I don't know about you, but like, in those panels, like when uh, Luna was telling her to calm down, I didn't think that she was about to hit her. No, that never crossed my mind that she, that would be something she was wanting to do. And like, in the panel where she says, don't don't tell me you're with those people who took Mars. I mean, her hand, her hands above her head, but I thought it was just because she was like just gesturing. Oh yeah, not yeah, because she was about to hit Chibiusa. No. So that's very interesting. Hmm. But anyway, then we cut to Mamoru's apartment across Juban, and it's raining. We get this lovely panel <sighs> of the outside of his apartment. It's raining. <sighs> Ugh, it just looks gorgeous. I love it. Yeah. <clears throat> and Mamoru's like rain. <laughs> <laughs> he just observant. Observant. yeah, very observant. But there is. Um, I'm gonna do his... that next time it rains. Here, I'm just gonna stare out the window and <laughs> rain, rain. <laughs> um, but his doorbell sounds, and then the door opens by itself, oh. and it's fucking Luna. Luna can open up doors. He <laughs> literally, what the fuck? Because he doesn't even get to the door. It opens up and it's Luna drenched. And Mamoru's like, uh, Luna? And she's like, Mamo, come with me. The girl, she's dot, dot, dot. It's like, why do we care? But anyway. Uh, so we cut to Chibiusa. She's like outside of uh, Mama, Mamoru's apartment. And Mamoru rounds the corner and he sees her. And he's like, Chibiusa? And then next thing you know, Chibiusa's asleep. Because, of course, Mamoru took her in. Mm. So... 
<clears throat> he laid her down in his bed, and Luna's saying, I don't, I, I think she didn't want to go home. She was wandering around and ended up here. And then, uh, also, I guess he took her clothes off. I just noticed that. Do you see the clothes in his hand? Oh, yeah, he put her in some little well, jammies, I guess. Yeah, she was wet. That's, that's fair. Okay, that's fine. Uh, but Luna's, like, hovering on top of them as he's <laughs> holding them. It's very cute. And Mamoru says, maybe it would be better for her not to go back tonight. Usako is pretty upset, too. I'm loving Luna's, Mamoru in this. Uh, I know. He, he's been a nice stand-up guy. Yeah. And Luna says, I do think Usagi understands. The girl, this girl is scared. She's unusually cautious around other people, but as soon as she knows they don't want to hurt her, that caution evaporates. I don't think Chibiusa is our enemy. Well, we know from the last episode that uh, Luna was like, she doesn't sense hostility from her, I guess, is what yeah. she said. Something like that. So then we cut to a dream. Ooh. And uh, we get this black, blacked out panel with like some white splatters on it. And someone's saying, Mama. And then in the next panel, we get Chibiusa. So this is Chibiusa's dream. And she says, Mama, where are you? And then we get a panel of <laughs> that same crystal palace that Mamaru saw yeah. when he uh, touched Chibiusa's hand. And Chibiusa says, if it, or no, Chibiusa remembers someone telling her, if anything happens to us, it will be up to you to help everyone and then uh in in the dream or she's remembering whatever it is uh she's holding someone's hand and we just see their hand um and they're saying the legendary guardian sailor moon is unbeatable so if all else fails they're telling her sailor moon will take care of everything okay and then she screams mama papa and she wakes up mama papa i know <laughs> So then Chibiusa, or someone says Chibiusa, and she wakes up crying. So it was a very intense dream for her. Yeah. And she's saying mama, and she starts crying into Mamaru's pillow. And Mamaru and Luna are there. And probably the funniest part of this entire chapter, I love this scene. <laughs> it's so bizarre, but so yeah. cute at the same time. Uh, next thing you know, um, there's a little doll, and it has a rose in its hand, <laughs> and then it's revealed it's a tuxedo mask doll. I don't have a doll of himself. Exactly. It's a little conceited, in my opinion, but you know what? I'm, yeah. not, gonna, I'm not gonna knock it. Yeah, and yeah. He, he's doing a voice for uh, Tuxedo Mask. He's like, don't cry, sweet lady! When your head droops in sadness, the rose droops along with it! The rose is for you! Go on, take it! Sounds a little bit like Pennywise the Clown. I'm a bit disturbed. <laughs> <laughs> that was sounding a little bit Mickey Mouse to me. Hey, oh, yeah. How's it going, huh? Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that's um... better. <laughs> Um, so yeah, then the doll's like, mind, my mind went horror and yours went Disney. <laughs> you know, two sides of the same coin. What can you say? <laughs> um, so then, uh, the doll says, my name is Tuxedo Mask. I'm not doing that voice anymore. It's too, I'm not doing it. Um, and then Luna's like, and I'm Luna. Were you having a sad dream? And, and it looks like she's like moving herself. There's some little, uh, motion lines next to her. Yeah. So then, um, then it shows that, of course, Mamaru's doing this little, doll dance he's controlling the doll and he's like surprised it's called ventriloquism it's like i'm not surprised you're the only one here so <laughs> maybe if usagi was here i'd be surprised but also yeah. because she's not talented <laughs> like that mm. Mm. <laughs> so anyway um and then I love this, the Luna on Mamoru's shoulder, and he's winking. They're both winking, and it just looks really cute. Love that panel of Mamoru and Luna. Yeah. And uh, Chibusa sits up in bed, and you see that she's in one of his old shirts. And uh, she's like, me too. I can make things talk too. 
And um, then she holds out her Luna P ball and she says, this is my Luna P ball. So we finally get the name of this little ball that she's so um, so attached to. And she's like, that's its name, Luna P. Um, and she's like, guess what, Luna? Did you know? Oh, I guess I should have read that first. But you know what? We don't care. Yeah. We don't play by the rules here in Sailor Manga. It's fine. Um, fast and loose around here. Fast and loose. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, love that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So anyway, then uh, Luna is like, Luna P! And then Chibiusa starts bouncing it like a basketball, like she did last time. And But this time when she does, it says, small lady, small lady. And Mama is like, uh, small lady? What the fuck is that? And Chibiusa hangs her head and she's like, that's my name. That's what my mama calls me. And we're like, oh, because we knew Chibiusa was a nickname. So I guess her name is Small Lady. There you go. Okay. And is like, Small Lady and Luna P, huh? And he like pats the Luna P ball and uh, some energy starts to, he starts to, because we know he can feel things um, through his hands. Yeah. And I think there's a word for that. It's like a (laughs) sensography or something. Hold on. We got to do a quick Google. Um, Yeah, I'm on it. What is it called when you can feel things in your hands? Power. <laughs> it's a practice of crafting stage environments or atmospheres. Would you say? Oh, wait. Oh, no, it's not sensography. It's brought up scenography. Oh, here, here it is. Psychometry. Psy- psychometry is a psychic ability in which a person can sense or read the history of an object by touching it. That's Ooh. what I think he has. And it also says such a person can receive impressions from an object by holding it in his or her hands or touching it to their forehead and seeing images. Oh, yeah. It's psychometry. I knew there was something. It was called something. Um, So, yeah, he was using that little power uh, and he felt some energy whirring around in the Luna P ball. And uh, what happens next? Oh, he gets freaked out by this. (laughs) He's like, what? He starts to, you know, sense all the all the energy around. And he's like, what just happened? There was some kind of image winding around me. And Luna's like, "Uh, Mamo, you good? You good, sis? (laughs) And uh, then we have uh, the silver crystal uh, looking pendant that's around uh, Chibiusa's neck. Starts to glow. And uh, sorry, I was I was Googling something else. Sorry. <laughs> um, so then uh, Chibiusa gets freaked out by this and she like clutches the pendant to her chest and <clears throat> she gasps. <gasps> there we go, a little a little gasp for Chibiusa. And he he sees the the key in the pendant and he says, Is that the key to your house? But he's also thinking, that was the fucking silver crystal bit. Yeah. And uh Chibiusa says, It's a very important key. I can't go home without it. And Mommy says, So where is your house? And she says, I don't know. It was far away but close and then before he can even try to break that down that word of wisdom down she says tell me is sailor moon really strong and without even skipping a beat mamaru loves our girl usagi and he's like yes she's unbeatable and then Chibiusa says, would she save my mama? And then it cuts to, after he's calmed her down a little bit, she's going back to sleep thinking about her mama. And she has a little tuxedo mask doll clutching. It's very cute. Very cute. And, and mama is just thinking like, hmm, there's something more to what's going on around here. So then we cut to the next morning. Uh, we got Mamaru, Chibiusa, and Luna are all walking together. Because I guess Luna just didn't come home to Asagi. She just hung out at Mamaru 
cruise all night? I guess, yeah. Yeah, I, I guess. And uh, they, I guess they walk past Usagi. They walk, walk, or he walks her home, maybe? Yeah. Uh, it's not really clear, but uh, Usagi sees them. And I love this panel of her wearing the crystal star brooch in her bow, school uniform. Super cute. And she says, Mamo, Chibiusa, she was with you, Mamo, and Luna? And we get a, a, a cutaway to Ikuko, who's like, oh, Chibiusa, we were worried. And uh, then we get uh, Usagi and Mamoru talking uh, a little bit. And he says, have you cooled off a bit? It's like, oh, you're treading on dangerous water, Mamoru. I know. Very dangerous. But Usagi says, Chibiusa had a pendant that looked just like the mystical silver crystal. And he says, I know. I saw it. She kept it with something that I think is her house key. Um, And then is this Luna who says, apparently yeah. she came here to ask Sailor Moon for help. And then Mamoru says, she said something about saving her mama. She called herself Usagi. It might just be a coincidence that you have the same name, but we don't. And then Usagi, of course, is like, we don't know if that's her real name. Uh. And Mamoru says, let's just wait and see a little longer, okay? And very sad panel of, um, like, both of their faces, Mamoru and Usagi. Very, uh... I don't know, just pensive and yeah. don't know what's going on. But he, he he leans in, he kisses her forehead, or her hair, rather, and he says, cheer up, Usako. Oh. Yeah, super cute. And then we cut to the the Juban Shopping District, and then we cut to our favorite place, we didn't get to see it in the last act, the Crown Game Center. Oh. Yeah, it's back. We're back. Roof and, and all. And then we see, <laughs> roof and all! Um, so then this is the Sailor V game, and we get cut to our good pal Matoki, you know, working off his, his bail, his probation, uh, and I says, still, the shock of it all nearly killed me. I mean, what are the odds? A secret command center under my arcade? It's your father's arcade, calm down. Uh, You're just the manager. Um, <laughs> and then he says, not only that, your Sailor Moon and Sailor V? And we get these cute little chibi versions of Usagi, Minako, Ami, and Maki. And he's like, and Mercury and Jupiter? How could you keep that from me? I thought we were friends. It's like, I thought you were a good guy, but you went to jail. So Yeah. Um, and he says, seriously, you gave me a heart attack. Well, I gotta work, so I'll be upstairs working on my probation. Working with my probation officer. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't say that, but he does. Yeah. <laughs> um, then he says, if anything happens, just let me know. I'll do what I can to help. You girls go for it. Rescue, rescue Sailor Mars. You can can do it right it's like okay we don't need a man to hype us up but thank you <laughs> yeah um then we cut to ami and she's playing a little bit of chess love chess uh, i don't think i said this uh or I, i've ever mentioned this but i was part of chess club in oh. uh, school um love a bit of chess we had to play during lunch there was like a secret like lunch room off of the cafeteria where only the chess club could play and eat lunch Aww. super elite uh, we love Look it at you <laughs> i know <laughs> So uh, I do love me some chess. Uh, but Ami says, we have to rescue Mars no matter what it takes. And then she gets a flashback to their our new enemy, Rubius, of him saying, mm -hmm. I'm Crim Crimson Rubius of the Black Moon. And um, Ami's like, he's from the Black Moon. It's like, yep, yep, we know. Get it together. Yeah. Um, so then Usagi and Minako are watching Ami play. And Minako says, you play chess, Ami? Looks hard. And then I love this panel. Of, it's drawn with Ami's face, but like it's on top of 
of like a chessboard. Yeah. It just looks really cool. And it's like in her hair, like her hair is colored as a chessboard. I just love the detail. Yeah. And Ami says, the idea is to move the various other pieces in order to trap your opponent's king. It is hard, but it keeps my mind busy. And then, uh, this fierce focused panel of Mako. Gorgeous. Yeah. She says, let's get to work. I think we should get back to TA Girls Academy. Mars might have found something before they took her. The Black Moon may have left some sort of clue. It's like, hell yeah, Mako. Look at you. Yeah, I know. And then we cut to, of course, the TA Girls Academy, specifically the Paranormal Research Club. And we cut to, like, uh, the right hand the right hand of uh, Katono that we met last episode. Um, I don't know what her name is. We should probably look it up, but maybe later. Um, she says, President Sarashina says she has nothing to say to you. Ray wasn't an official member of the club. Did something happen to her? She hasn't been to school. And of course, we got Mako and Ami are leading the charge at the TA Girls Academy. And Mako says, we're worried about her too. We were hoping we could ask some questions. And then we get Asanuma in the background. He's like, huh? Yeah. Makoto? And she turns around and she's like, oh, Asanuma? And he he says, I was helping the Paranormal Research Club during the festival. Actually, I hear the police have been here too. The club president is literally sick over the whole thing. You know, she found the burnt corpse of one of the nuns at the festival, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that was traumatizing. Yes. Very. Which, she was super crispy, extra crispy, Kentucky Fried Chicken original recipe. <clears throat> so then Asanuma says, is Ray all right? I'm worried that all the stress has has her laid up in bed. She seems like a delicate type. <laughs> Which, what? Uh, you clearly don't know, Ray. <laughs> She's a rough and tumble type of bitch. Yeah. Definitely. And he says, the truth is, we saw something. <laughs> or no, that, that was Katono. We hear, we hear Katono from the distance saying, the truth is, we saw something. And they turn around and they see Katono. And uh, she, she explains, there were some sisters with black crescent marks on their foreheads. They came from where we found the body. Ray actually told me not to tell anyone, but I haven't been able to talk to her since the festival. Is she dot, dot, dot? <laughs> Love the dot, dot, dots. Uh-huh. And Mako says, don't worry. She'll be, all, she'll be right as rain. Rain. And back at school in no time. I'm sure of it. And then, uh, let's just say Ami. She hasn't had a lot of air time. Uh-huh. Says, anyway, you said some nuns had black crescent marks on their foreheads i tried to find them but there aren't or maybe this is katono now she says i tried to find them but there aren't any there are no nuns like that anywhere in the school um and then she says and there was a girl at the festival it was like she was competing against ray she was predicting everyone's exact times of death she was in a school group called black moon but she disappeared too and we get this image of of course a disguised cohen from last episode yeah and then ami hears the the name black moon and her ears perk up she's she's on the case and ami says did you notice anything else unusual and this comes from one of asanuma's friends Mm. who is nearby and he says now that you mention it she showed up right about when you got the picture of the ufo didn't she talking to asanuma because we saw that he he clicked the picture last last time yeah and we, we get a little flashback panel of that. And uh, he says, someone else happened to get a UFO picture on the actual day of the festival, too. In fact, a lot of people have been seeing UFOs around here lately. And who is this? Is this Asanuma now? Who's talking? Yeah, that's his hair. Yeah. Well, whoever's talking, just use Ooh, your imagination. Or is it the, um, yeah, let's go with him. Yeah, let's go with him. <laughs> he says, UFOs, it's starting to sound like an abduction. And then they're like, abduction? And he says, a kidnapping. When someone is taken by a UFO or aliens. <laughs> and I love this panel of Ami and Mako looking at him like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know about him. <laughs> but Mako goes up to him, pats him on the shoulder and says, sounds scary. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds a little condescending to me. Like, sounds scary. Bless. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> And the next thing you know, what? Usagi, Mamoru, and Minako show up. Oh, okay. And, and Asanuma sees this. He's like, oh, Mamoru Senpai. He's oh. so excited to see his Mamoru. He loves his crush. Yeah. His crush! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I think. I mean, kind of. A little crush on him. It doesn't ha- like, a crush could be just, you know, admiring someone. This is true. This is very true. Mm. Uh, so Asanuma says, there's something about those people. I got, and I got the same vibe from Ray. I'm assuming he's talking about the the Black Moon people, maybe, or is he talking about I think Usagi he's talking and about Mamoru? Our, our gang. What? Asanuma, yeah. don't do this to me. Yeah. Oh, you're right. He's he more, is more switched on. He is because Katono's listening, and she's like, she's eavesdropping. Love, I mm. love Katono because he continues with, "There's more to them than meets the eye." That's yeah. trademarked. That's Transformers. Don't say that, Asanuma. Wrong series. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, and then he says, "I smell a secret." Uh oh. So then we cut to, speaking of Asanuma, we cut to the the uh, Mato Azabu middle school and high school combo. Just like TA Girls Academy, it has both. Okay. And um, there's, you know, lots of stuff going on. And Asanuma's tired. There's lots of murmurings of, good morning, sup, and blah, blah, blah. And then Mamoru happens upon Asanuma, and he's like, yo. And uh, he's like, oh, good morning. And he's thinking to himself, Mamoru-senpai. I like the little arrow just saying bedhead next to his hair. <laughs> Yeah, it's really cute. It actually makes his hair really cute. Like, a lot cuter, mm-hmm. actually. <laughs> um, so then there's this rando, and he's, like, talking to Asanuma. He says, man, that guy in the high school, that guy in the high school division, Mamoru Chiba, even his obnoxious face is elite. <laughs> It's like, James okay, do you, yeah, it's like, calm down. Um, so then we get a flashback, an Asanuma flashback. And he's thinking about the first time that he met Mamoru. Oh. And he's thinking, when I was visiting the school before I took the entrance exam. And we, we get a, a little bit younger Asanuma. And he's like, um, excuse me, talking to this guy that's coming up to him. Is this the way to the middle school campus? And of course, it's Mamoru. It's actually the old Mamoru who wore glasses, like when we first met him. Yeah. Which, which is a, a nice little nod. And Mamoru's like, looking at schools, gonna try for this one. And Asanuma says, yes, sir. Mata Wazabu has the best middle school in all of Tokyo. And it's a famous and historic private school. My parents both recommended it. Right, Umino. Very Umino vibes, yeah. And Mamoru's like, famous, eh? (laughs) You have to be really committed to survive here. It's a demanding and cutthroat school. But he reaches out his hand and says, good luck. And of course, when he touches, I love this little (gasps) detail. When he touches Asanuma's hand, Asanuma feels a shock. And Mamoru takes off his glasses and says, you'll get in, I can tell. And we know that he can tell because now we know he has psychometry powers. Oh, yeah. And he he knew that he was going to get into the school, which I just love that detail. It just further, like, dives into the whole Mamoru's powers, which we didn't really get a whole lot in the Dark Kingdom arc. No, we didn't. So I love that she's expanding Mamoru. It's really great. Mm -hmm. And so Asanuma's thinking, the way he said it was so confident, so 
assured. Two months later, I passed, just like he said I would. It was like Mamoru had given me some of his power. Then, about a month ago, oh, I love that. I love this part so much. Uh, then it shows Mamoru is playing some soccer with some buddies, and uh, a guy kicks him on accident, is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, Oh, sorry, you okay? And Mamoru's like, Yeah, I'm fine. And someone else is like, You need to go to the nurse's office. And Mamoru's like, It's chill, I'm fine, I'm fine. And when no one's looking, but of course, <gasps> Asanuma is looking, he's, yeah. he's like, Huh, Mamoru? And he watches as uh, Mamoru's hand lingers over the uh, injury on his arm, his fingers start to glow, and it heals the wound. A little bit risky doing it in public. Very risky. And Asanuma's thinking, he touched his arm and it healed? Is he really human? I think Mamoru might just be an alien. So that's not looking good for Mamoru's image. But uh, <laughs> I fucking love it because we never saw this part of Mamoru. And the fact that he, he like always had his powers, I think is also a nice little insight to his character. Yeah, definitely. Whereas like Usagi could barely get her powers to awaken. You know what I mean? She could barely get herself to awaken. <laughs> good point. <laughs> Uh, so we get this panel of Mamoru and he's holding his bag like over his shoulder um, and we see Asanuma doing the same thing and it says coppering Mamoru senpai Aww. Uh, but Asanuma's thinking thinking back to when he he's uh, questioning whether or not Mamoru's an alien he's like yeah yeah right not a chance hmm. so then we cut to the Black Moon's planet which of course we know they're on a planet we learned that last time but we don't know if it has a name maybe it has a, a, a dark kind of name no one knows more on that listen on to find out (laughs) so we're seeing like a very ornate column is very much like the dark kingdom yeah and we meet the guy that we met last time prince demand in his all white and he's in this room with like this um this energy that's just spouting like a um it's like a column you're like a call yes thank you a column of energy and demand is winking to the other person there we can't really see them yet and he says every time i see it i am in awe of the tremendous power generated by the beguiling black crystals reactor is that how you say that word beguiling yeah okay great glad i made it so then we cut to uh, the other person there, and he says, Prince Demand. Don't worry, I've done as you ordered. I use the energy of the beguiling black crystal to create droid soldiers and to send them down to that miserable planet. So if you'll remember, these droids, now we know yeah. have an f- official name for them. I called them linebackers in the last episode. Yes. I like linebackers, to be honest. Yeah, you know what? Let's just go with linebackers. Yeah. Um. So we know that this new person has created them for Demand. Demand. And Demand says, I am astounded at the way your alchemy breathes life into those soulless puppets. And he calls him Saphir. Mm-hmm. So this is Saphir. And not only is it Saphir, but it's his brother. Because Saphir says, brother, I heard we captured Sailor Mars. And I just got to pause for fashion. Yeah. <laughs> because Saphir is mm-hmm. wearing these gorgeous gloves on his hands. And if you can't tell me that this is a gay man trying to protect his delicate hands there's no other explanation i'm not is 100 gay that's my head cannon you're gonna learn to have a lot of head cannons in the sailor moon universe and saphir is gay he's here to stay 
and his hands are slayed. Okay. Oh, and can we also point out that he's wearing a jet black suit, but yet it appears to have bejeweled shoulder detailing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. He's got, like, some some type of I mean, shimmery jewels or gems on it. Yeah. And I think in the anime, um, he's wearing, like, he's, uh, like navy. Right. So, it's, it's just stunning. Oh, and he also has, like, navy hair, by the he's way. channeling uh, his inner prince. Yes! Inner Instead prince. of purple. Instead of purple rain, he's got yeah. uh, cerulean rain. Lots yeah. of rain in this episode. Anyway. Rain. <laughs> um, rain. <laughs> so uh, then Saphir says, you almost use the most aggressive means po- You always use the most aggressive means possible. What purpose does that serve? It's dangerous. And then Demand is like, hmm, I do things my way. Are you trying to order me around? <laughs> And uh, this image of uh, Demand's forehead starts to glow, and a sideways eye appears in his forehead. Mm. Very sinister looking. And uh, then we hear, what's wrong with a little aggression, Saphir? And enter Rubius. Oh, here he is. And he says, we all swore our fealty to Prince Demand. And the kiss ass, I swear he's such a kiss oh, ass. Yeah, I know. Rubius uh, bends down on one knee and kisses Demand's cape. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh, get can out of here, you prick. Can we talk about his outfit, though? Oh, we can, because uh, he's wearing a vest, as we mentioned last yeah. week. But he's wearing camo fucking pants. Tucked into kind of Fuck. shin-high oh. black boots. It's very, um, it's very junk, Jungkook BTS style, I imagine. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Trust me. I'm, I'm sorry. Burn the pants. Camo is no one's friend. I'm, I, I just, I can't, I can't deal with it. <laughs> so, that, so then Demand said, or no, uh, Rubia says, Your Highness, whatever method you choose, I am at your command. And he says, Sailor Mars has been imprisoned in the Chamber of Darkness. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. a whole chamber dedicated. Okay. And then Demand says, Wiseman. And of course, Wiseman shifts into place and he's got his skeletal fucking hands and he's uh, swirling this crystal ball very very barrel vibes i know we said that before yeah um oh god here's i gotta do my voice don't i all right george run the filter ready uh wiseman says do as you wish my prince she will be used to us Thank you. Thank you. Nice. Um, <laughs> so Demand says, we will keep her alive, at least until we accomplish our ultimate goal. And then, ugh, absolute oh. stunning fashion. Fashion! <laughs> we get just a panel of fucking ankle boots, bitch. And I don't even oh. care who the fuck is in them. That is how you fucking arrive, bitch. You fucking oh, arrive yeah. ankle boots or thigh high boots first, bitch. Yeah. I love it. So th- the owner of these wonderful boots says prince demand allow me to go next and uh just super side note there's a little chibi um chibi yusa drawing on the side of her bunny a ball and her luna p super cute yeah uh, but we're not here to talk about her we're talking talking about this fashion queen and she says <laughs> i am berthier the third of the supernatural sisters and i will not fail you and this fucking stunning <laughs> bitch is wearing <laughs> like basically like what looks like a one-piece bikini um because yeah. her her legs are showing she's got like um like a, a bracelets down mm. her arm and stuff um do you know who she ugh. reminds me of and you it, may not you may have to google it i don't know if you were oh okay in fact, you're probably too young but for the listeners who are 80s kids like myself she reminds okay. me so much of teela from he-man 
So Google an image of Tila, which is T-E-E-L-A, and that is what I'm getting. And I am absolutely here for it. man. Because it was my own Oh, Kanda, yeah, I see it. Yeah? Yeah, like with her little outfit. Oh, yeah, I totally see it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay. Yeah, because it's kind of like how the way that Tila's... like breastplate is it's kind of very yeah. reminiscent of birthier's outfit yeah and then I, she's I, got you know she's she's got the sort of really short cut well it's not even really shorts is it it's like a swimsuit and then bare yeah, legs and then the swimsuit. boots yeah oh she's stunning i love her i love her to pieces teela was I, I obsessed with teela growing up oh really mm. anyway anyway <laughs> so then we get the picture of her face and uh she, of course she's got the black moon crescent as they all do and uh also the the um, black crystal earrings and she her hair is in a braid she's blonde her swimsuit is like an aqua color uh, for those of you who are trying to visualize what we're given yeah. and she has a not only is her the back of her hair in a braid she has a braid going across her forehead which i think is just stunning very elsa uh, vibes is very cute yeah. and she says code 002 operation remove i will take those unsightly pawns off the board and i'll make sure to capture that eyesore of a rabbit it's like mm-hmm. oh the plot thickens we didn't know what the fuck that that was all about mm-hmm. so then uh ami we cut to ami and she's thinking about when ray said the enemy may already be among us because of course you know they're trying to to rescue ray and then she gasps <gasps> and someone says mizuno it's your turn and then where is ami she's at like a, a chess club she's at school or something she's like practicing or whatever and she's like oh i'm sorry i'm just so and then she's like you know rubbing her head and she's like i think i'll go home for today and someone else is like oh but there's no time before the chess tournament so that's what they're they're training for a chess tournament okay and she says now i have to go and i don't even know if i can be in the tournament and then we get this cute panel of ami smiling little uh sparkles around her and people are saying i heard mizuno's ridiculous ridiculously good at chess the media didn't really cover it but she even beat japan's junior champion once and someone's like, I didn't know that. She really is a girl genius, isn't she? And then we cut to a bathroom. Is that, are we in a bathroom? Yep, we're in a bathroom. I, I had to flip ahead to make sure. And uh, a pipe bursts or a faucet breaks, something of that nature. Yeah. And there's two two girls in it and they're like, ah, it's so cold. And Ami happens upon them. She's like, what happened? And they're like, Ami, ugh, the plumbing's broken. I turned the faucet and it sprayed water everywhere. It keeps doing this. And Ami's like, the faucet head came off? And they're like, yeah, because so much water is coming out. You know, this happens a lot in the Building 2 bathroom also. And so Ami's like, so this sink isn't the only one with a problem. And then she's thinking to herself, maybe something is wrong with the pipes. And so she, she like, touches her head. She closes mm. her eyes. And this bitch is focusing. And she says, listen carefully. Hear the sounds, the sound of the water's flow. And this bitch is, like, searching for the problem. Because, you know, she has an affinity for water. Yeah. And she gets this image of uh, the water main. And she's like, where's the water getting backed up? The water main in the backyard. And it's some random backyard. We don't really know where it's at. Next thing you know, Ami is leading a plumber or something to this spot. And he's like, is this the spot? And next thing you know, the pipe breaks. 
And he's like, whoa, that's some seriously bent piping there. It's starting to crack. And one of the girls who, uh, you know, enlisted Ami's help, even though they didn't thank her or whatever. um, They're like, wow, Ami, how did you know? And then, oh... I, 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 I need a Snickers moment, bitch. Because then we hear, you're dousing without a pendulum? Sacrilege. And, oh, a moment of silence. Because, start the, start the timer, because this is my time of death. This fucking outfit, bitch. It's birthier. Spoiler alert. I'm just pouring the rest of my wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While you enjoy the fashion birthier's in disguise and like her her chest part is her same like aqua swimsuit but she's thrown on a skirt and belted it and then she's draped over her um her shoulders uh, a long jacket and her hair is in a braid and it's flowing in the wind and she's got sunglasses in her hand hand on uh, her other hand on her hip bitch is serving me fashion week new york the house down yeah this you know what this might be my favorite look so far across the entire manga what? it's either this or the snakeskin outfit from i was Act gonna 3. say you were mm. it's stunning oh but what about cohen's outfit oh with the glove uh, no this one's better than cohen's outfit you think so it is stunning yeah. stunning um so anyway i love this because she says all that and then ami's like huh and then birthier just walks away she says sacrilege and walks away fucking uh, queen bitch moves i yeah, love it right yeah huge and Ami's respect. like yes oh my god i love her so then ami's like who the fuck does she think she is <laughs> Uh, and next thing you know, Ami's like, okay, I need to wind down. That was that was a lot of work. You know, I located the water main. Um, so I'm going to have some downtime. I'm going to do some swimming. So we get this panel of a pool. Um, and we don't know where we're at yet, but I, it's going to come up in just a sec. And Ami's um, coming from the surface. She's splashing around, having a good time. And then she's uh, floating on her back thinking, who was that woman? Everything is so depressing. Unless I have something to focus on, my thoughts start to turn, start to go down a dark path. Mm -hmm. And then she sees the image of Mars being trapped in the dark blue fire barrier. And she's like, Mars. And then some of the nearby swimmers uh, are talking about Ami as she starts doing some backstrokes. And uh, they're like, she's the daughter of that painter, Mizuno. She swims like a fish. And then... This is the fashion catalog. This is the fashion catalog. <laughs> because who walks in but Usagi, Usagi and Naru looking yeah. fucking adorable. Usagi has her hair. She They're in Adongos and she's got like her two uh, sides of her hair, but they're in braids. Yeah. This is the braid episode. And she's in this lovely f- rose bathing suit. And Naru's in this, like, one piece. So then Ami notices, or, you know, they call after Ami, and she's like, Usagi, Naru? And Naru winks at her, and she's like, my mom has a membership here at the mm. sports club. So they're oh, at the sports does. club. She's, <laughs> yeah, she's rich. And of course, uh, you know, Ami's her yeah. rival, her rich rival. So of course, Ami has a membership. Um, But Naru says, Usagi needed some cheering up, so I dragged her here with me and usagi gives a little peace sign in the back which i think is just adorable so ami gets out of the pool she grabs a drink and she's like my dad's a member too my parents are divorced but i come by every so often and i just love the fact that uh we're getting some ami backstory we got some ray backstory last time now we're getting some ami and uh usagi says your dad what does he do and ami says he's a nahanga painter Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. i have no idea yeah it's it's a google moment nahanga painter um Oh, Nahanga artists are not based in Japan. Uh, 
oh, never mind. That's not it. Oh, Nahanga are Japanese paintings. Got it. From 1910 onwards that have been made in accordance with traditional Japanese artistic conventions, techniques, and materials. Oh, beautiful. Oh, these are gorgeous. Everyone, Google Nahanga paintings right now. Oh, of course, I've seen these. These are beautiful. Yeah, absolutely stunning. Oh, my God. God, there's so much talent in Ami's, like, lineage. Her mom's a doctor. Google heron ones. Honestly, just Google um, Nahanga heron. heron. Yeah. Okay. And, oh. <gasps> oh my god. Uh, I know y'all can't see this. Please stop what you're doing and Google it. Oh my god, they're gorgeous. I know. <gasps> okay, okay, okay. Where were we? Oh, Sorry. oh and the tiger so ones. I saw the tiger ones. They're so cute. Okay. All right. Anyway. So then Usagi's like, ooh, an artist. Wow. And then Ami's drawing off. And she's like, it was my father who taught me how to play chess and how to swim. He said both are good ways to clear your mind. So uh, then nearby, there's a TV nearby, you know, just because, you know, convenience. No other real reason. Um, cool, though. Isn't that a bit dangerous? I know. That is dangerous. Uh, And we hear, now let's introduce our guest. And there's clapping. The world-class dowser, Miss Bird. And we get lots of sparkles and birthiers on TV. I guess when she shaded Ami, she went to the TV studio right after, honey. Yeah. And Ami's thinking, that's her. And then back on the TV program, the host says, um, is this the host? Yeah. Yeah. As you can guess, a dowser is someone who douses. Dowsing is when you use a pendulum to locate something. To locate something. It was originally used to find water sources and veins of metal ore. Is that right? And birthier says, yeah, that's right. I just need it. He's got a spoon for a hand. <laughs> ah, it kind of does. I think that's supposed to be his microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. Ah! I just... Hidden sake, as you can guess, a dowser is someone who douses. Oh, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Yeah, yeah fuck off. Informative, <laughs> informative TV presenter. Ugh, I know. <sighs> uh, and then we cut to in the studio, and he says, How exactly this mysterious phenomenon works is not entirely clear, but believe it or not, two days ago we had this woman swing her pendulum over a map, and she found the missing daughter of Miss S. Some random bitch, who knows. Okay. And then we cut away to Miss S, and her little daughter she says i can hardly believe it water, then. right i don't yeah it says it's normally used to find like water veins so how did you find a missing person because okay. like, we're made we're made of oh you know what holy shit maybe that's it yeah we're made of like what 75 percent water is that what we are something like that something like google. That. y'all can google it yourself um so then we get this picture of the pendulum and he says so you hold the pendulum over a map or over the ground then it reacts to a certain spot and swings toward it and Berthier says yes I can find anything and then he says and Miss Berthier is here in Japan to compete in a chess tournament of course she is oh yes of course she is she's she's the the uh, army to the last axe uh, the, the Cohen's ray yeah, yeah they all have counterparts thank you yeah <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> Uh, so he says she's actually the third best chess player in the world and, and does dousing help you with chess and Berthier says yes the pendulum shows me where I should move my pieces the main reason I, I yeah it seems not fair <laughs> at all 
And she says, the main reason I came to Japan, to Japan for this is there's someone I simply must play against. <clears throat> the girl genius, Ami Mizuno. <clears throat> I would like to take this opportunity to issue my challenge to her. And then we cut back to Ami and the girls. And Usagi's like, Ami? What's going on? And Ami is floored. She is. She just got called out on national television, honey. Mm. Or at least all of Japan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the next thing you know, Ami is storming the studio. She said, we're not fucking waiting for this shit. Let's see what the fuck. Ami's, Ami, Ami's kind of coming off as a bad bitch in this one. She's like, I'm a. She is. I'm a take care of shit. She's channeling Ray. Ve- yeah. She's like, Ray's gone. It's my time to shine, bitches. And uh, so then we cut to Berthier saying, I've been wanting to meet you. And Ami storms in there. She's like, why me? Berthier says, I heard rumors that made me curious. <laughs> and they, I guess they sit down to get ready to play chess. Is that what they get ready to do? Yeah. They, they sit down and they're ready to play some chess. And Ami says, I read a book about dowsing last night. I was surprised to learn it has such a high success rate. And she says, I want you to find someone for me. And Berthier says, you could do it yourself. Just use the same principles you do to control water, Sailor Mercury. Uh Uh-oh. Of course, Ami's like, but Berthier doesn't let up. She says, I always hated Cohen's sloppy approach to things. I will take your queen and your king. Oh. Um, and is this Berthier who says, I know you people are hiding. Yeah, because she thinks that they're hiding Cohen. She doesn't know what happened to Cohen. So okay. she says, I know you people are hiding her. And she swings out her pendulum and says, my be- beguiling black crystal pendulum tells me so. And then uh, I guess Usagi went and got Mako. They needed the muscle. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Usako, Usako, who am I, Mamaru? Usagi <laughs> and Mako. I mixed our names together, <laughs> clearly. Um, are there and they're like Ami and thinking what what is she talking about and uh, this panel of Berthier flipping her jacket over her shoulder uh, I fucking yeah. love this bitch and she says I finally found her she's with you isn't she the <sighs> rabbit you have the little brat so twist oh. they weren't talking about Cohen at all no she's talking about the rabbit and then Ami thinks fast and she runs across the room and pulls <laughs> uh, the lever that turns off all the lights cuts the electricity she said cut the cameras dead ass and all the power goes out and people are like what what's going on and then next thing you know we hear mercury star power jupiter star power and of course moon crystal power make Mm -hmm. up so the girls all transform and then we get (laughs) not both of us like (sighs) seizing up so we get we get this panel of Mako doing her first new attack of the new arc, which is sparkling wide pressure. And it's it's an electrical attack, but it's got like florals mixed in. Yeah. Um, because did we talk about this? How like her name means like uh I can't remember what part, but part of her name means like wood, and that's why Naoko has like um has like the rose belt and like she loves florals and stuff. Yeah, she's and, very kind of uh, it's very think, um flora. Obviously, just Flora. Just Flora. Yeah, I think her last name means lightning. The key key note of lightning. I think uh, Makoto means something like wood related. So that's why, like, (sighs) they blend both of her names into her attacks, which is lovely. 
lovely. Yeah. Um. So, uh, next thing you know, she uh she does sparkling wide pressure at Berthier, but Berthier disappears. She said, "Peace out, bitches." I'm not. Is doing she this. doing like a Christina Aguilera like dip as well? I know she she's got body body. She's doing the damn thing. I love it. Yeah, she's like dipping down low or whatever the kids do nowadays. <laughs> I couldn't yes. do it. I'm too old. My back would give up. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Zen, my back is like absolutely not. I used to be able to. And I said Christina Aguilera. How old does that make me sound? <laughs> I mean, I was thinking back to like, you know, early 2000s, beautiful, dirty, all those kind of things. But then I'm like, Ooh, yeah, that, dirty. that's not. I know, that's a good, classic. That's a bop. Google it, youngsters. Google it, kids. Um, yeah. So as Berthier is disappearing, Ami's like, you won't get away from us. So then um, Mer- Sailor Mercury busts out of the studio. And she's like, I'm going to find this fucking bitch. So she's out on the town. She puts on her her Google Glass glasses. <laughs> and uh, she says, she went into the city. I'll never find her in this crowd. And then next thing you know, uh, she's, she sees some dark apparitions. So she's like, what? Oh. Those people? What are those things? The linebackers. It's the linebackers of the Black Moon. <laughs> Not us fitting our own narrative. I love it. But they are uh, linebackers. They look like linebackers. They really do. Yeah. Like skinny linebackers with their shoulder pads. It's great. Very kind of... Um, Get in formation, Beyonce. Yes! Oh my god! 100%. So they start attacking Mercury, and uh, Sailor Moon and Sailor Jupiter are like, Mercury, they're attacking her! And, you know, they're they're still thinking about Ray. We get a flashback panel of, the enemy may already be among us, um, that Ray said. And Ami is struggling with the linebackers, and she's like, Sailor Moon, Jupiter, fight them! They're not human! They're enemy in disguise! So these were, like, regular people. um, Or they look like regular people but they're actually Ooh, the linebackers okay yeah. i was confused and i'm okay i get it they're yeah. in disguise yeah exactly robots in disguise god they're going for all the transformers oh my god naoka was like i'm gonna rip off some transformers bullshit yeah. <laughs> um so then next thing you know we hear uh a new attack by sailor venus uh bring it we get this awesome panel of sailor venus and she whips off her chain that are her that you know stays around her waist her belt and she says venus yeah. love me chain um have we gotten that before i think we might have yeah, gotten have. that before that's not okay. new okay cool um, she whipped uh she oh that's right yeah yeah, yeah. Makoto in the face with it didn't she <laughs> i i remember clearly um so then sailor moon's good, like good venus oh yeah that was good that was some good shit although don't do it again because makoto's our baby don't do that again venus was um, it Makoto? Was it? Was it Makoto? His boyfriend. <gasps> no, not Makoto. It wasn't, was it? Matoki. Matoki. It's Matoki. me. I'm, I'm getting. That's who I meant. My, I'm just I'm <laughs> shit with names. Honestly, I was like, was it Mako? Maybe it no, was. It I had no idea. Matoki. Okay. That's what I mean by saying that was a good day. God, sorry, Makoto. <laughs> we love you, Makoto. We're sorry. I know. I would never. <laughs> um. So then we get, you know, so, some of the t- uh the townspeople are, you know, getting freaked out because there's this big battle going on in the middle of the fucking road. Yeah. And uh, Sailor Moon shouts, Venus! And then we, this is a new attack. So mm-hmm. last time we had Sailor Mercury gave us Shine Aqua Illusion. And this yeah. is a spin-off attack, which is called Shine Snow Illusion. And there's all these cool snowflakes around her that look like they're being swept up in the wind. It's absolutely stunning. Very let it go. Very let it go. And then, of course, Berthier pops up and she's like, was that supposed to blind me? And she's over like a... um. Uh, what do they call this? Like a, a sewage pole or something? Or hole? Yeah. Whatever the fuck. In the road. You know, where water can come up. So she 
uh, breaks it open and a water spout uh, pours out of it. Or she she makes water pour out of it. And she encapsulates Sailor Mercury in a water sphere. Very much like Cohen did with the dark fire. fire. Mm. Mm. And inside, Mercury's like, I can't breathe. So she's like low-key drowning. And they're screaming, Mercury! Sailor Moon's like, I'm not letting one of my best friends go down like this. So she whips out the moon rod and she says, Moon Princess Halation. And of course, sorry, Berthier, you're a badass fashion queen. But she's 86. She's out the fucking door. She just gets taken down too easily. I know. I guess that's honestly, I kind of like it only because it reiterates how strong Sailor Moon is because everyone thinks she's so weak. And I'm glad that she has like the most powerful of attacks. Oh, makes, completely. makes me feel better about her being the chosen one, kind of. Yes. Uh, so Berthier is decimated, but of course, just like last time, Mercury is still stuck in the water sphere. And Uslag is like, that didn't break her out of the water? And then we get one of our favorite attacks from last, the last arc. Venus says, rolling heart vibration towards the water sphere, but it just sort of absorbs it. Mm. And then we hear, <laughs> parlor tricks. It will take more than that to break through Berthier's water sphere. And of course, this is Rubius. And he appears, of course, right in front of the water sphere that Mercury is trapped in. And Sailor Moon is like, no, Mercury. So she starts saying, moon, princess. And before she can even finish, Rubius... Uh, uh, you know, backs towards the water sphere that Mercury's trapped in. It starts to glow, and they start to disappear. And of course, what looks like a UFO beam of light. Yeah. And uh, Sailor Moon is screaming, "Mercury!" And then we cut to Chibiusa, who's thinking about how Mamaru said Sailor Moon is unbeatable, and she's clutching her yeah. her tuxedo mask doll to her chest. And um, it, it's implied that Chibiusa's nearby, and that she hears uh, Sailor Moon screaming for Mercury again. And then next thing you know, for no fucking reason, Tuxedo Mask and Luna are there, and they're screaming Sailor Moon! Yeah. Like, they weren't here at all. And then it just shows our last panel that we end of the chapter on is of Chibiusa clutching the doll. And now that I think about it, it looks like she's still in Mamaru's apartment. She is, yeah. Okay, so she's not nearby. No. Uh, And, like, the wind is rustling and that's it. That's how we end the chapter. It's really kind of crazy how we end that act. But, uh, whew, what what another behemoth of a chapter. I'm starting to get the the sense that uh, these chapters are kind of thick compared to the Dark Kingdom chapters. But I'm loving it. I'm loving this whole arc so far. More than I did the first time around. I couldn't and I, agree more. Not that I didn't enjoy it the first time around, of course. Right, right. Just, I yeah, know. I don't know what it is, but like, ever since we started the Black Moon arc, I'm like so fucking hype. And yeah, it same really thing. really reinvigorated. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, like obviously I liked it before the first time I read it, but since we've been reading it for the podcast, I'm like, holy shit, I love this ten times more than I first originally did. I know, and I it's think crazy. I'm, prof- I'm enjoying it more than the dark kingdom arc <gasps> you know what i i kind of am too <laughs> and i know I, love, I know i love the dark kingdom arc but i I, I don't know. It, it's like there's so much more action. And not only is there so much more action, we're getting some much needed backstory on the girls, which we didn't get in the Dark Kingdom because it was all yeah. about Usagi, which is valid. She's the <laughs> protagonist. But it's like we're getting like little insights of the girls on top of like incredible villains, a crazy plot. We don't know what the fuck's going on with Chibiusa. 
And who the fuck is the rabbit? We don't know. We're not going to spoil it, listeners. You're going to have to listen mm. on. We don't know who they're mm. looking for. Um, But as always, Marcella, what was your favorite part? Or parts? Because I really loved this one. I don't know what I to pick for myself. One. I know. Me either. Oh, actually, um, I do know. I, I mean, do I, know. I know one part, and it's going to be exactly the same part as you. So I'm not going to go into it too much, because that's your <laughs> okay. thing. Um, But pre- briefly have to remember the Tila He-Man outfit moment. Um, yeah. Although thinking about it, because you said about the color of it, I'm thinking maybe she's more evil Lynn. You got evil that? Lynn, evil Lynn He-Man. Oh, okay. She was the um, let me Google kind it. Of, maybe evil, it's more evil Lynn style. Evil Lynn. Uh, what am I doing? Oh, He-Man, He-Man. Of course, of course. Yeah. Oh, just color wise. Ooh, I like this. Oh, mm. I love her. She's a bad bitch. Yeah, so I'm thinking maybe it's more because she's you know. One I of love the her design. Oh my gosh. Yeah. A bit of evil in. Do I need to get into He Man? I think you might. <laughs> Well, you know that I love the Netflix watch, version of She-Ra. Yeah, you watch She-Ra. You should watch the original, um, the original cartoon. It is so camp. It is brilliant. Well, what is the, I'm saying, uh, which must be an updated He-Man, because she looks, it looks like traditional animation. I'm like, what is this? She looks incredible. Okay. Not that the original doesn't look incredible. No. Uh, okay. Is a popular character. You might be looking at some, because they're graphic novels as well, so you might be looking at some of the oh, graphic 2002 novels. series. It's the 2002. <laughs> Two series. Oh, but yeah, I, I love, love Masters of the her. Universe. I love all that shit. I might have to get into this. Oh my god, look at that toy. She I looks really incredible. think you'd like it. The oh eighties, okay. honestly, the eighties series is so camp. I adore it. Absolutely adore it. Mm. Um, but that was anyway, Shira I'm talking about. I've got, <laughs> I've got He-Man as well. But yeah, the whole yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I think you'd enjoy it. So yeah. Anyway, so that that fat, brief fashion moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just completely lost my train of thought now. <laughs> it happens about which other bits to be I, I, it's a cop out saying everything but I loved everything there wasn't one bit in this chapter that had me bored not that I ever not get bored all. but that didn't have me sort of like I come on keep, keep the story going kind of thing it was right it was, right it was amazing for sure oh it's amazing so good like you're gonna have to veto me saying that word because I'm getting <laughs> bored of it myself <laughs> Uh, and just everything on the for the the dark moon the with black the, moon the black yeah oh god I'm gonna stop talking <laughs> no you're fine <laughs> yeah it's all good yeah 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 that part um, <laughs> I've had like one glass of wine. This is embarrassing. <laughs> well, if you want me to go, I'll go. I'll say mine. Yeah, you go. You go. Okay. Uh, I think one of my favorites. Okay, I think for sure um, is getting Ami's backstory. Uh, getting a little more insight yeah, of who she is as a person. That was the other uh, bit. She's a child of divorce, which I can relate to. Same here. Um, Same so, here. Yeah. So that strikes strikes home. Um, that's really nice to see that. Although her father sounds nice. Whereas... Yeah, her father does sound nice. And he he's, oh, if he's doing those type of paintings, girl, ugh, we love. <gasps> oh, yeah. Um, also, kind of like the Asanuma backstory, because he's not present in any form of the anime, either Crystal or 90s. He's not mm. in either form. So he's a strictly manga character. And I'm kind of sad because I love seeing, uh, it really plays off of Mamoru's storytelling, like telling us about Mamoru's backstory story with the Asanuma character so I kind of think he's a little vital in that. Uh, he yeah. gives new depths to Mamoru so I appreciated that but of course, number one moment of the manga is the fucking fashion. Yeah. Usagi and Naru were killing it in their bathing suits. 
queen birthier queen of fucking fashion i ugh, like one of my top looks in sailor moon so far like i said as we're going through this manga it's making me like rediscover parts so i'm not gonna say it's my favorite overall but it's definitely gonna be a top contender for favorite overall fashion moments y'all know i love the fucking fashion yeah um and i feel like i missed one other fashion moment didn't i wasn't there another one yeah um uh prince demands brother whose name <gasps> i've forgotten already the fear yes yeah. gay icon Saphir. we had a gay icon last arc with uh with zoocyte yeah. and now we've got Saphir. Um, gotta have a gay icon each arc we love Saphir. um and i love his arc in the anime it's a little bit better than in the manga no offense mm. to the manga um but I, I just love him plus he's blue he's my favorite character and berthier's blue her outfits are blue so th- i just gravitate towards the blues and the pinks and i, don't I can't like her help name. it I don't like her name who berthier yeah i don't think it suits her oh i love it i think it should be something else what do you think it should be? I don't know. Just not Berthier. <laughs> I'm going to, because I believe it's a... It reminds um, me too much of Bertha. The name Bertha. That's not Bertha. <laughs> yeah. That's what it reminds me of. Apologies if your name's Bertha. Sorry, Berthas. Um, I, I don't know. I love it. I don't think that I would love it if her name was Bertha. <laughs> um, <laughs> Berthier. But She's Berthier. More Gertier than Bertha. <laughs> <laughs> oh god we've been chaotic in this episode yeah we completely have this isn't standard but it kind of is a bit of it. kind of is <laughs> but yeah those definitely the fashion like i just can't oh it's, it's just so fucking good um but yeah thanks so much for listening to this episode of sailor manga i'm just so excited getting into the black moon arc our second season on the podcast our second arc it's just so so exciting and uh you can find actually before i even plug our our uh socials let me just give you a little tease next week we are reading <laughs> act 17 of course which is titled secrecy sailor jupiter so um i'm a little worried for, for mako's uh well-being next week not looking yeah, good for a girl. Too. I know. Um, but yeah, so you can find me on the internet at JustinGray22 across Twitter, Instagram, and of course, Facebook. No, Facebook? What the what? fuck? <laughs> YouTube! <laughs> I'm going to exclusively upload all my videos to Facebook. That's, right, where, the, that's where the audience... <laughs> Not Boomer! <laughs> I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Anyway, you go. <laughs> um, you can find us both, if you wish, on Twitter at Sailor Manga Pod. And, and go for it. You say it. You plug it. No, you did it. You did And our brand new Instagram, of course, which is the same as our Twitter, at Sailor Manga Pod. And once again, we're going to send out an outcry for emails because we just, the rush we get when we get emails is just so, so intoxicating. We want more emails. Please don't, don't feel uh, shy or scared to send us emails. They're such a highlight. And I want to write back to Hannah as well. um, Because she sent us a lovely email. I want to send another one back to her. Yes, we love Hannah. Hi, um, Hannah. And of course, our, our email is sailormangapodcast at gmail.com. <sighs> what a lovely episode. Yeah. Thanks again for listening. And Thank you. until next time. Wait, that's not what I say. What is wrong with me today? <laughs>
In the name of the moon, take it away. We'll be back soon. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. put me in your top eight on myspace <laughs> oh my god tom he's like my best friend <laughs> wait is tom facebook or is he myspace i can't remember yeah he was myspace oh myspace suddenly i'm 86 years old put me oh my god the... myspace is still going yeah justin timberlake bought it no why yeah, I, yeah I, girl your guess is as good as mine yeah in 2011 was he it... purchased it who was the name of the guy it was tom wasn't it yeah it was tom tom from myspace tom anderson yep there he is oh my god i had such a fire myspace back in the day Ugh, oh oh me god. too i had I... Um, multicolored hearts background but then when Ooh. you went into I had Christmas lights. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. But when you went into it, because I thought, oh, I'm so diverse and alternative. So it was all pretty and girly and hot. <laughs> but then when you went into it, the music that played was Down With The Sickness by Disturbed. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, come on, get down with the sickness. And I was just like, look how, look how fucking alternative and diverse I am. I fucking love that. Oh, my God. Follow, <laughs> follow us on MySpace. MySpace.com backslash Sailor Manga Pot. <laughs>